Hello, Marketeers. Welcome to another episode of AEC Marketeer Podcast, exploring AEC marketing and beyond. I'm your host, Keelan Cox, and I'll be exploring marketing trends and answering your most pressing questions to help you thrive as an AEC Marketeer. All right, Marketeers, thank you so much for joining me. Today I have on Melinda Hepp. Melinda is the founder of Studio PR, a professional services PR and communications agency based in the San Francisco Bay Area. She leads a team of five professionals to create and direct campaigns that help her clients achieve market-leading positions. She is very passionate about advancing the marketing profession in AEC and particularly advocating for women and the challenges we face in the workforce. She also loves to share her entrepreneurial journey and advice with others which is exactly why she is on today. So welcome, Melinda. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, so before we dig into your career story, I guess this is part of your career story, is how did you get started in this industry? What's your, what's your story? Yeah, so I majored in rhetoric and media studies in college, thinking that I would be going to law school potentially. And rhetoric is basically studying the art of persuasion. So that goes very nicely into what I'm doing now, but I was very fascinated about that kind of form of communication. But then before I finished college, I realized I didn't want to go down that path. And I felt that communications and marketing was much more fitting, you know, just for my career ambitions at that point. Yeah. So I started in wine marketing just for a little while, but then I wanted to try the agency experience and get more kind of focused on PR. Um, and again, kind of that rhetorical, like persuasion type of realm, I suppose, for communications. And so sure. I landed my first job at a professional services PR firm. And I spent my pretty much my whole career there sharpening my skills and building the, the AEC and real estate services client base at that firm. Cool. I was there for, you know, quite a while until I started Studio PR six years ago. And first, I just started it with the intention of being a solo consultant. But at the same time, I was always open to it becoming kind of a boutique agency. And as my client base grew, I was just able to grow out of that solopreneur environment and slowly added employees and grow our client base. So now we are definitely a full-blown agency and we have, I'd say, a concentration of clients on the West Coast, but we also have national reach as well and have clients nationally. Very cool. Yeah. And the AEC industry is kind of our bread and butter. Most of our clients are architects, engineers, or contractors, but we also have a number of clients kind of, you know, in the consulting space to this industry, whether it be sustainability or renewable energy or you know, stuff like that. It's a very exciting field. I think I love it. Yeah. And I do love this industry because I feel like there's a lot of critical thinking involved mm-hmm. when it comes to marketing and business development. You know, instead of pursuing consumer marketing and PR, where I felt things were much more granular, professional services makes connections to the bigger picture, which I really like, like economic and development trends. So I feel like we're working like, you know, our projects, for example, can transform entire communities. So I like the importance of the AEC industry and also the impacts that we make. Yeah. Yeah. I think 
that is a thread that a lot of marketers, I'm using marketing as sort of an umbrella phrase here, but a lot of marketers in the AEC industry have, and what we fall in love with is that it does feel really important and it is using so many parts of our brain that it's just so fascinating. So, I mean, it, it that's the hook that got me. So it's fun to hear that, you know, you've identified similar interests. <laughs> Well, um, I'm like in my world, I'm reading a lot of news, like every day, you know, yeah. news need to be on top of what's going on. And so we get to read like all the business news and kind of different industry type news that, again, is I think a lot more fascinating and interesting, like how our industry is connected to, again, what's going on in the economy, whether we're in an upswing or a downswing, like all yeah. that affects what we're doing. And so it's interesting to have to navigate all of that. A lot of critical thinking involved, which... I think it is really. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So could you define for me what PR means to you? Sure. So PR is the managing of information from, in our case, a company to the public or its target audience in order to influence perception. So through these efforts, you're trying to control or enhance your reputation. You are keeping your company visible and top of mind. Mm-hmm. And each time you're pursuing publicity, you are increasing your credibility. Right. And then as far as tools in which to do that, you have media relations, which is kind of the bread and butter of what we do at Studio PR and usually what you think of when it comes to public relations. Right. There's also speaking, you know, speaking in front of industry audiences as conferences or right, yeah. those types of opportunities, giving webinars writing and disseminating technical pieces that you write, but also pursuing awards and, you know, getting recognition for awards. I think the common thread between all of these things is that these are earned opportunities. We're not paying to receive an award. We're not paying to place an ad. What we're doing is, you know, writing and disseminating press releases about your projects or your company to get your news out there and to get reporters to write about you pitching profiles, you know, staying on top of industry trends and being able to pitch the media who your thought leader is for quotation. So that is kind of like my overall definition of what CR means. Sure. Perfect. For the AEC industry. Awesome. I like starting with the definition because like I said, marketing is such an umbrella phrase. And I feel like when we think of marketing in the AEC industry, a lot of, at least my brain initially, used to go straight to proposals. And that's all I really thought about. So you mentioned there that as a PR firm, you have to stay on top of trends. What are some of the trends that you're seeing in PR? And are there any new ones that maybe we haven't seen as much of in the past? Well, social media in general has definitely obviously taken a foothold in our lives Mm -hmm. and also infiltrating you know, into the work that we do as well. And in as part of AEC firms, you know, marketing plans. So what it does is it really amplifies the PR efforts that we do. I know it's like, it's more of a self-distribution of information, Mm -hmm. but, but if your firm is pursuing different PR opportunities, you can be using social media to amplify these showcase that you're speaking at an event, showcase that your company was profiled in an article. So I would say that social media is definitely a, you know, a trend that the industry has for a long time 
not, you know, not embraced as much. Like what's the value of it? It's a lot of work, but we're turning the corner now. You know, companies are using Instagram, definitely LinkedIn and even Facebook and Twitter. A lot of spot leaders are on Twitter now, which is also a good strategy depending on, you know, how you're able to keep those the mediums up. So I would just say social media has infiltrated us now and we're not going back and it's a great amplifier for PR. Perfect. And then just the other thing I would say for that is that newsrooms are getting smaller, more creative as well. So there are a lot more opportunities for AEC firms to be writing educational pieces to be placed in publications because there's just not enough reporters that are able to write about anything and everything. So publications are open to having other people contribute, you know, as they don't have a reporter that's able to write about it, or a lot of trade publications have specific columns that firms, you know, that are are geared for our firms to have a have a slot to be an author in those columns. And so yeah, there's just a lot more opportunity I think, to share your news, even if you're not working directly with the reporter. Perfect. Okay. Now, have newsrooms slowly been staffed less and less? Is it just an overtime thing? Or is this a more recent development, like a something that came out of COVID? Or where do you see that coming from? Sure. Yeah. And I guess I wouldn't say it's like this new thing. It's been mm. all that newsrooms have, have been shrinking. But at the same time, we're also in an era where content is king and people are consuming content so rapidly. You know, your publication is not going to survive if you're just putting up an article or two every day with a couple of reporters that you have on staff. Like you need to be continuously sourcing news from various places. And therefore, there's just more and more opportunities are opening up to contribute in that way. You know, back in there was a period where they would say that you know, the press release is dead because usually what the purpose of a press release used to be where you distributed it with the hopes that the reporter would grab onto it and then write a story about it. Well, now mm-hmm. publications will publish, I mean, many publications will publish press releases just outright. And they'll say like, you know, they might say, they indicate what company it's from and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, they'll publish it out of news, which is really right. exciting in that there's opportunity to distribute your news and see it published. It's a lot easier to have that happen than it was, let's say, 10 or so years ago when newsrooms started shrinking, but they didn't have the bandwidth to be publishing everything. Right. Okay. Interesting. So sort of going back to your how you got started in the industry, what ended up prompting you to start your own company? Well, I wanted to grow within this industry and I Mm -hmm. wanted to pave my own way in doing that. So I got to a point with the agency that I worked for where my kids were preschool age and I just needed more flexibility to make work on the home front. So that was really like what prompted me. I've always been, you know, in the back of my mind, like thinking that I would, I would like to be on my own someday or pave my own path. The starting the company was a it was a leap for sure. Like it was something that we planned out. We intentionally planned for the salary loss and all of that. And we didn't know how it was going to build, but we were open to it being a slow process and, you know, plan for the worst, hope for the best. Yeah. It's not like I started with a bunch of clients or anything like that. I had to start from scratch. And just for me, like I knew that I would be more invested and excited about this new venture. 
that I was in control of. So that was, I think, kind of my impetus of starting my own company. Perfect. I, I relate a lot to your story. <laughs> mm-hmm. I bet. Uh, so what do you see as like the major benefit of being an entrepreneur? Just like being in my own path. Right. Uh, you know, being my own boss, having control over my personal life and my professional life. I mean, now they're somewhat intermingled, but mm-hmm. hey, like I'm, you know, I'm in the driver's seat. I can select the clients that I'm most excited about. And um, mm-hmm. for me, even though I feel like I, I work as hard as ever, I have more time with my family and I have more flexibility, which was what I was seeking originally. Yeah. You know, but I do think just because I took this path and I started my own thing, like I think that you can be entrepreneurial within your own company as well. And, you know, as they should, companies have really started embracing this kind of, I don't want to say eat what you kill, but, you know, opportunity to do be vocal about like what you're interested in, mm-hmm. uh, what path you want to take. And so if they're not, they should, that's for sure. Some companies should be more open because they'll keep employees longer if right. they're to foster what their employees are wanting to do. So, you know, kind of an example of that would be a lot of times marketers start out proposal land and some people love that. And then some people want to get into business development or get into more of the creative side. So companies should be open to fostering that. And I think that that does allow you to be entrepreneurial and kind of build, almost like create your own position. And you're still going to be just as valuable and if not even more valuable, if you're loving what you're doing. 100%. Yeah. And I, and I think that the fact that companies are embracing more remote, hybrid, flexible schedules, I think that's where they need to be right now. That's how I said it. My company, even well before COVID, kind of with this flexibility mindset in mind, it just allows for people to love what they do more. It allows people to be more entrepreneurial. So I think there's opportunities, again, to be entrepreneurial in like the more traditional sense, of course, but like I said, even within your company, speak up. There are definitely opportunities to follow that type of path. It's interesting you mentioned that because I am hearing a lot more and more that as people are sort of, they're looking at the structure of an organization that they're in and sort of the career ladder that they've been on. And now it seems that there's more of a discussion of people creating their own roles. So I love that you pointed that out, that you don't necessarily have to start your own company to sort of embrace this entrepreneurial spirit within your work because it is possible if you're working at a large AEC firm and not starting your own thing to still sort of take hold of the principles of what an entrepreneur does Mm -hmm. and embody that in whatever role you sort of carve out for yourself Mm -hmm. yeah we don't have to go at it alone like there's someone you really look up to within your company or outside your company like as a mentor figure talk to them about that because A lot of times we have a lot of really creative thoughts about how we could be doing our work and it would be a huge benefit to your company mm-hmm. for you to be pursuing that. Yeah. And maybe it requires like, okay, you want to get into videography because video is really hot right now and you're in the marketing department. Maybe your company would support you in taking classes or maybe you want to do more writing, you know, and you, you want to be able to focus on that. That takes a lot of time. And so it's just about how can you add value 
to your company, to your department, to your team, and be upfront about it. Right. Yeah. What do you see as some personality traits or characteristics of your own that you can attribute to your success? Because like you said, you started off on your own, you're six years in, you've got a a team of five, which is really impressive. So I see you as being an incredibly successful consultant. What do you chalk that up to? Well, prior to this, and even now, I have never taken a business class. I was purely communication major, you know, yeah. never even took an economics class, anything like that. I will say that would have been beneficial, but (laughs) (laughs) without that, I just think the curiosity that I had and willingness to understand the different components of running a business and marketing your business, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's something that, again, you only know what you know, but then you learn along the way. And so, and when you start out, like I did, I was not like a traditional business where I had to bring on an investor. The only person that I had to really kind of answer to, if you will, was one me. So right. I was able to work my own pace and and literally study the different components, like how to set up payroll, create an employee manual, how to establish an LLC, that all of those things that kind of you just learn along the way. And I'm proud of the fact that I was able to do that. But I do think that it's not just the work that you do. There's definitely the business side to it that I think personality-wise people should kind of be interested in business in general and how to run a business. Yeah. And then I think just like, I mean, as far as building your business, like relationships are key. Yeah. Key, key, key. I've been in this industry for now almost 20-ish years and the relationships that I made from the beginning are just as valuable now as they were back then. And I continue building them and I think that I wouldn't say that I'm an extrovert, but I do appreciate helping other people. People are very helpful for me. People were very excited about, you know, my venture when I, when I went out on my own. And so, yeah, I just think that relationships are key to anybody's success, really. Big time. Yeah. And there's, you can't overstate them enough. It's like you have a group that you almost grow up with like you have your friends and your family and then you almost have like your business friends and family that sometimes end up crossing over but the relationships I mean most of my family doesn't know what I do right (laughs) Right. yeah and you know it's fine okay you're in PR okay and then I don't know what that is I'm just gonna walk away yeah (laughs) yeah that's very there's a there's another side for sure and through SMPS that's where your people are you know, yeah. that's who your marketing people are. Those are the people that you can work with frequently. There's the people that can hire you as well. Like, it's very important. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So then let's say you're talking to someone who just graduated or maybe someone in the range of like one to three years of experience, maybe proposals they've figured out just aren't their jam. What advice would you give them? Yeah, just building off what I said earlier about relationships, Mm -hmm. the people that you meet within your first couple of years or even within your, you know, as you get started, the people that you meet are going to be the people that are making decisions later in your career. 
So mm-hmm. that's again yeah. why I think relationships are key is that, yeah, you're, let's say you're, you know, two marketing coordinators at different companies, but foster those friendships, support mm-hmm. each other. And then as you guys grow in your career, you'll, those, like the benefits of, of making those connections and having those relationships are going to help you in your career. Right. And hopefully you're able to help other people in your career as well. But, you know, I think maintaining, maintaining these friendships, connections, you know, knowing that maybe at the time you're not working directly with the decision makers, but eventually you will. In 10 years time, you're going to be in a different position. And, you know, again, based on my experience, it is 100% benefited me. I love that. Well, if our listeners want to learn more about you and your work, where should I direct them? Well, I'm on LinkedIn. So definitely find me on LinkedIn and I would love to connect on there. Our, you know, you can get to know our agency at studiopr.com. My email is also on our website and I'm always interested in connecting with people that way. Uh, Studio PR is also on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. Perfect. And I will include all of those links in the episode show notes. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I love hearing about your career story. And it's especially fun now to talk to fellow entrepreneurs and see, you know, the similarities in, in our journey. So I really, really appreciate you taking the time. Absolutely. Thank you very much for having me. All right, Marketeers, that is a wrap on this week's episode of the AEC Marketeer podcast. Thank you, Melinda, for joining me to talk about your career story. And as always, if you're enjoying AEC Marketeer, please subscribe and leave reviews. New episodes are released every other Wednesday. We'll chat soon.